Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Absolutely. Weekend is almost here. Bay show starts tomorrow. My show starts tomorrow at 10 p.m. See, he knows who Bay is. He, I said Bay. He's on Comedy show. Central. See that? See that? He knows I'm a lot of people's Bay, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But um, yes, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth, hosted by me, mm-hmm. Lenard Charlemagne, The God, McKelvey. Join us, why don't you? And salute to the uh, people that's uh, outside. There's a, a car full of people outside, and they was hollering at us when I was walking in, but I couldn't go say what's up to them because I would have been late. Yeah, I but, seen him as well, but I couldn't. Yeah, I was two minutes before you. Yeah, so, so what you got to understand is, is it's a game of, of of seconds when we come to the breakfast. No, club don't in the say morning. seconds. Say what you want to say. What? What do <laughs> I just, always say? It's a game of inches. It's a game of inches when All we right? get to this breakfast club. You That's know, right. Depending it's like football. On, depending on how traffic is, depending right. on the weather, depending if we need gas That's or not, right. depending if we got to put the trash out, depending, depending on what time morning, you leave the house, depending on time you leave the house, depending I, on what time you wake up. If I know, if I, I know, if I leave the house at a certain time, I'm going to get here at a certain time. I can. I mean, I I know it like the back of my hand. So when I looked at the clock this morning, I knew I was going to get here around 5.58, 5.59. Correct. So apologies to uh, you know the folks outside. Couldn't stop and speak to you, which I love to do because I would have been late. No, Yeah, so that's a bad uh, option for anybody. Don't come before the show. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Nah. Because like, it's, it's, it's not. You might get a wave. It's, it is what it is. We're, we're late. It's work. We have to get to work on time. That's right. That's right. But salute to you guys. I've seen you down there as well. It was a car full of them. It was a mad people in that car. It was a bunch of them. Yeah. But I definitely, you know, I was social distancing a little bit, but I just couldn't say what's up. And then you sent me a, Charlamagne sent me a text this morning about a, a shooting in New York City, and I don't think I would have stopped anyway. Man, <laughs> boy, New York is New York. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever rumors y'all used to hear about New York in the early they 2000s, back. 90s, Lord have mercy. It's bro. back. And it, it's going down in the most random place. Like that shooting was at a restaurant, right? A restaurant, a popular restaurant in New York City. Lord have mercy, They were just firing random shots in, in, in the restaurant. So you could have just been chilling, you know, with your girl, with yes. your kids and, you know. Stay out the way. Yeah, stay out the way. That's what I always tell folks. Stay out the way. Go where you're supposed to go. Mind your business. You know, stick to your family. Stick to your close circle because it's, it's wicked out here in these streets. And it's super scary because yesterday I went, I, my daughter stays in the city. So I went to an apartment. I had to, to, to drop off a rug. And, you know, when she left me, she went out to eat with her friend. Mm. And I'm like, damn, she could have went to that restaurant and, and, and got saying, shot. And she minded her business. She's staying out the way. And That's what I'm saying. It's scary. That's what right. I'm saying. We got a great show for you today, though. That's right. Little Nas X will be joining us. His name is Montero. Okay, but his rap name is Lil Nas X. But his name is Montero. I don't even think his rap name is going to be Lil Nas X for much longer, to be honest with you. Mm. Well, he'll be joining <laughs> us this morning, so we'll kick it with uh, Lil Nas X in a little bit. His album be out tomorrow. Yeah, his album's out tomorrow. It's called Montero. <laughs> it's called Montero. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Yes, we'll talk about the first all-civilian flight to Earth's orbit. It was successful yesterday. 
All right, and how much was that? We'll find out when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? All right, well, what state do you think leads in new COVID cases per capita right now? Uh, South Carolina. N- new Jersey. It's actually Tennessee, according to the CDC. Yes, they're saying there's been a surge and there's an average of over 8,300 new coronavirus infections each day. Health experts do believe that has to do with the low rate of vaccinations, particularly among children. They said that fewer than one in four kids between the ages of 12 and 17 in Tennessee are vaccinated. And that is having devastating consequences for families. Yeah, and I can tell that cases are rising even in New York, the tri-state area, because Usually when I take a PCR test and I take one about one a week, I would say, uh, usually it comes back in a day. But now they're saying because the cases are rising, they're doing so many tests that it's it's taking a little longer than before. So they said the cases are rising in the tri-state like crazy. So question, the herd immunity thing is all the way out the window? Well, there's the variant for the Delta variant, which is what they hadn't anticipated happening. And that one's a lot more contagious. I'm saying, but the Delta variant that still that doesn't lead to herd immunity? Mm-hmm. I think we're still not at the um, vaccination rate that we're supposed to be at either in order for, for what they said herd immunity. Is it 70%? I, mean, I think we're at yeah, 63% we're, now? Yeah, we're not there yet. So, so when All we right, get to 70% of people vaccinated, then will herd immunity kicking? Because I don't hear any, hear them say that anymore. That's why I'm asking. I don't know. Nobody knows. You know what else I, I was thinking about, too? A lot of people got their vaccination pretty early, and until you get that booster shot, you know, it does wear off. That's why, like, with the flu shot, you have to get it every year. So what happens to people who got it when it was first available? Is it wearing off? Yeah, and that, that, that confuses me, too, because they said at first you got to get the booster shot at eight months. But then my doctor called me and said I should get the booster shot now. So I'm confused. Yeah, it's probably because of the variant, though. You know, the mutation because people weren't vaccinated early on. And then now, who knows? Mm-hmm. Like you said, everything's changing. All right. In L.A. County, they are going to require vaccination proof at bars and at large events. So that is going to be starting next month. And that's October 7th. So if you work at bars, wineries, breweries, nightclubs, and lounges, you have to have at least one vaccine dose by October 7th and both by November 4th. I want to hear something crazy. Yesterday I was in, uh, I was at one of the markets looking at my homes in, in, in Patterson, New Jersey. And, you know, usually where the guy would be selling, you know, maybe some drugs, he was selling vaccination cards. He was, te- he was selling Jeez. vaccination no. cards. Or, yes, I swear. How much? I didn't ask. He was selling them on the street, but he was saying, hey, this will get you in the restaurants and clubs. This ain't going to get you through the airport, but this will get you in the restaurants and the clubs and venues and whatever you need. Don't try that there, but I'm sitting there like, man. And they probably crazy. don't check it as hard as they do at the airport. I'm sure, exactly. Yeah, they definitely don't. And I feel bad for the people who have to check it. I went to go eat at um, the grill yesterday, and the guy at the door who had to check it felt terrible, like having me take out my vaccination card. Take- I don't mind. I'm trying to follow protocol because I have my card. I have my ID. But, you know, he definitely has to stop everybody. Some people get an attitude. Yeah, why would he feel bad about having to do his job? job. I don't know. I think it's just probably they're not used to having to do that to people. And SpaceX has successfully launched their first all-civilian flight into Earth's orbit. The Falcon 9 rocket carried Inspiration 4. And it's the first all-civilian space mission. And it went into a low Earth orbit. So you can follow that mission, by the way. SpaceX has a tracking tool. So if you want to follow that, you can. And it took off at 8.02 p.m. Eastern yesterday in Merritt Island, Florida. You can also watch it on uh, SpaceX's YouTube channel. It'll be replayed there. There's four civilian astronauts. That's Jared Isaacman. And by the way, he paid, they said, about $220 million to take all four seats that were on um, this flight. God bless him, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a civilian flight, but it's like a a, a civilian super duper. It's for rich, rich people, flight. man. Stop, they knock it off. That, they don't even have class. Well, he, that even sound like he got he got to pick. He got to pick the people on the flight, so he purchased those four seats. Uh, one seat was reserved for 29-year-old St. Jude Ambassador Haley Arsenault, who's a bone cancer survivor and the youngest American to go to space, as well as the first pediatric cancer survivor. One of them is Dr. Cyan Proctor. She said she dreamed of going to space since she was a child, and she burst into tears when she heard she was chosen. And the fourth is a black female astronaut. Uh, well, no, she's the fourth black female ast- astronaut to travel into space. And the final person is Chris Zembrowski, who's an Iraq war veteran and engineer with Lockheed Martin. It was a lottery. So you had to do a St. Jude, you had to do a St. Jude Children's Research Hospital donation. Dope. Then they had a lottery to choose those seats. And see, that's, that's, that's a different level of elitism because it's not even just about the money. I still got to choose you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a different, different level of elitism. Everybody act their wage. I know y'all might be sitting up there frowning your noses, but listen, they're acting their wage. You act yours. Okay. Right. And, you know, this launch does benefit, say, Jude Children's Research Hospital. The the person, like I said, Jarek Isaacman, he's a 38-year-old billionaire. He's already donated $100 million to that cause. So to win that lottery, you had to donate. And then Dope. they picked who won. Dope. All right. That is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Jerome. Jerome, what up, man? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, I said I got two things I got to get off my chest. First thing is how excited I am that y'all have a little Nas X up there. And I think that's really important for the culture, for the for the game to do. Uh, but... I'm not a part of it. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a gay agenda though. It's definitely. But, I don't know but, about that. Anyway. No, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what I mean by that. It's just like we have an agenda when it comes to entertainment. They want more representation. You know what I mean? And that people and people in TV and films and everywhere else are making sure that gay people are represented. That is an agenda, and that's fine. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's been a long time. Good morning. Peace and blessings. Hey, uh, oh my goodness. Sean Stone. Sean, Sean Stone. Stone. What's up, Sean? Hey, good morning, Angela. Uh, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bro? Good morning, Charlotte, man. Peace, King. Uh, hey, man. Life is a struggle out here. I just want to tell people to keep their head up. Even though you might feel like you ain't going to make it, you got to try to keep your head up. So I just want to leave the a matter? positive quote. Huh? What's the matter? Say what? Angela, I lost my job, man. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I lost my job because of my religious belief, because I worship on Saturday. And also, I was injured on the garbage truck. And all of a sudden, they just start acting funny towards me. So, uh, a lot sorry. of times, people feel like giving up. But we got to fight, man, because this life is something else. And it will put you through different types of trials and tests. But you just got to stay focused. And I just want to say a positive quote. Today's test prepares you for tomorrow's victories. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what type of thoughts you're going through, whether suicidal thoughts or any type of things like that, you just got to use positive energy to push those thoughts out. All right, Think man. Think about your loved ones, man. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Nobody. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? 
follow you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Deshaun calling from Fayetteville. Hey, Deshaun, get it off your chest. Hi, um, well, I'm actually just a frustrated parent who sent my kids back to school this year, and my son has COVID now. I also have COVID, oh, so we, we tested negative yesterday, but my kids have been out of school thank God. since the 28th. Yes, thank God, all three of us. Um, we actually haven't been COVID. We haven't had COVID the two years that, you know, it's been here. We've been traveling. We've done things. They've also been vaccinated. And I literally sent them to school. And the second day my son came home, he had a fever and a headache. I got him tested and he was sick with COVID. So it's just, I feel like we rushed them back. I, I, I actually voted for him not to go back, but a lot of schools here in North Carolina, just, um, you have to send them back. They only have a few schools that are virtual. So if you're not in that district, you can't get them virtual. So I just feel like we sent them back a little too fast. And my kids have been out of school now for three weeks. The teachers haven't gave me packages. I've been emailing, so it's just... It's just frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you talk about your kids going back to school and, you know, my kids too. But they're talking about, you know, putting the vaccine for younger kids. I wonder why they didn't allow that vaccine to come out first before they make these kids go back to school. Because like you said, you know, kids go back to school. They're wearing their masks. They're around friends. You don't know where they, these kids have been. You don't know if the kids have been around their parents. You don't know where the parents have been. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's definitely dangerous. Yeah, you're right. My, I just got an email in class with Dojo from my daughter's teacher saying she's out because she has mm. COVID. So it's just a lot. My daughter also has a substitute right now. She said this being super clean, wearing gloves, spraying Lysol, but she, she, I mean, it's just a risk. Well, how, you did, know? how did you know your kids had COVID? Were they, were they sick or it was a random testing? No, so, no, my son just had a headache and he said he had a fever and his fever was only 100, but I took him to the doctor either way. And they tested him. He had rapid. And 30 minutes later, he the results came back. He had COVID. Wow. I called three days later trying to tend to him at home. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad he, I'm glad y'all feeling way better. Yep. I'm ready for my taste to smell, but I'm, I'm good. Thank you. We sending you healing energy, boo. Yeah, have a good day. Hello. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Envy? Andre, what up, bro? Angela E. Peace, King. Good morning. What's up, bro? Get off your chest. Uh, Well, I just want to say, you know, good morning, everybody. Uh, E, I was at E Day a couple weeks ago with my son. Uh, He enjoyed himself a little bit. I saw you out there. Um, Okay, thank you for coming. My son, baby, Andre. He's like two years old, but shout out to him. Uh, When I listen Uh, to the Christmas Club on Wednesdays, he's in the car, so uh, that's an iHeart in the afternoon. And whenever Charlemagne does an intro, he gets real hype, especially with the ah-ha-ha-ha part. So, you know, I just want to highlight that. Uh, Charlemagne, I'm hyped to see your show on Friday, too. I've been dying for something new to come out of Comedy Central on 10 o'clock on Friday. So I'm real excited for that. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Very very specific time frame. 10 o'clock Friday right. night, Comedy Central, baby. The God's on is true. No doubt. Uh, thank y'all. I hope y'all have a great day. Can I shout out my IG? Go ahead, Jay. Please, yes. Uh, that's... Uh, that's Dre B94. Very simple. That's it. Just Dre B94. Um, y'all have a wonderful day. And uh, I'll be listening to the rest of the show. All right. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. Don't forget, Lil Nas X will be joining us next hour. But we got rumors on the way, E? Yes. And let's talk about Maurice Fain, a.k.a. Arkansas Mo from Love and Hip Hop. <sighs> he was sentenced to 17 years in jail. We'll tell you why. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Mo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club.
Breakfast Club. So listen up. Maurice Fain, a.k.a. Arkansas Mo, who you've seen on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. He used to date Carly Red. He's been sentenced to more than 17 years in federal prison. That's for conspiracy and wire fraud related to a Ponzi scheme and also for bank fraud and making false statements to a financial institution due to a fraudulent paycheck uh, protection program loan application. They said he used that money to serve which was supposed to serve as a lifeline to many businesses trying to stay afloat for his own personal greed he lied to get access to the pandemic response programs and they said that is not without consequences and so according to reports um he was using that money to fund his extravagant lifestyle. This started even before that, though, right? From March 2013 through May 2020, they said he ran a multi-state Ponzi scheme that defrauded more than 20 people who invested in his trucking business. He promised he would use that money to operate the business. Instead, he used it to pay his personal debts and expenses and to fund an extravagant lifestyle for himself. Now, during this scheme, he spent more than $5 million at a casino in Oklahoma. Then in April of 2020, he submitted a $3.7 million PPP loan application. He said that his trucking business had 107 employees and an average monthly payroll of almost $1.5 million. He was going to use that money to allegedly retain workers, maintain payroll, make mortgage interest payments, lease payments, and utility payments related to his business. Instead... He used that money for past due child support, restitution owed in a previous fraud case, cash withdrawals, custom jewelry, a Rolls Royce, and also for associates who helped him run a Ponzi scheme and to start a new business in Arkansas. So he has been sentenced to over 17 years. And then after that, he has to do five years of uh, six years, no, five years of supervised release. And he has to pay restitution of almost $4.5 million to the victims. I'm sending that brother uh, healing energy. Uh, but we've been telling y'all for the last year that you folks with your fake LLCs, you're going to PPP prison. We've been yeah. telling you that for the past 365 days, folks. Now, I, des- I-, I do believe that they do need a consequence, but I do- I'm just curious to how many white-collar crimes when people, like I look at somebody named Matthew Montana, he got 11 years, but he stole allegedly $276 million. You know, you look at somebody like Jeff Grant that, that said 64 months or 14 months for wire fraud and Money laundering. I'm just, I'm just curious. Are the sentences equal well, I'm to sure everybody race, else's? I'm sure, I'm sure it's not because it never is in America. <laughs> right? Now don't because, get it twisted. He, he does need a consequence, but I just want to uh, make sure that uh, everybody's consequence you, is the same. You know, it's not the same. He's black and they're white. Those people you're talking about. That's Come not on. right. Then stop. And and uh, I don't know what their their attorney was were like. We don't know what kind of attorney brother the brother had. What are you trying to say? He got it. He, he might have had a better. And attorney. by the mm-hmm. and by the way, this is about? also him cutting a deal to even get this lighter sentence. You know, so they did drop some of the charges, but some of them clearly multi-state. And uh, like I said, this started back in 2013, where he defrauded people who invested in his trucking business, allegedly. And I would think you got to get the right attorney for a federal case like this. It was Mm -hmm. expensive. It would would cost you about a couple million dollars. Absolutely. Probably didn't have it. Yeah. All right, now, Octavia Octavia Spencer has apologized to Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. Remember, we were talking about the whole prenup situation, and she made a joke, you know, to make sure you get a prenup when she announced, Britney Spears announced that she was engaged. Well, now she's apologizing for that. She said she apologized privately, and she wrote in an Instagram post, y'all, a few days ago, Sam and Britney announced their engagement, and me being me, I made a joke. My intention was to make them laugh, not cause pain. I've reached out to this lovely couple privately to apologize, and now want to restore just a smidge of happiness that they were robbed of. She said, Britney's fans have seen her through a lot of pain and she's found happiness. We're thrilled for her. So let's show them love. No negativity. Hey, if you feel like you offended someone, sure, apologize. But what's wrong with telling, getting, telling somebody to get a prenup? Nothing. I thought that's advice. 
What? Now, Sam Asghari did comment on her post. He wrote, you are very kind to clarify, but I have no hard feelings whatsoever. Jokes and misconceptions come with the territory. Yeah, and didn't he say something about, yeah, I'm, I, we are going to do a prenup so she don't take my shoe collection or something crazy yeah, like he, that? He, yeah, he, he made a joke. Come on, man. Like, come on. If you feel like you're offending somebody, apologize. But what's wrong with that? Like, come on. Stop, people. All right, and Wendy Williams has COVID, so her premiere date for her show has been postponed to October. Uh, they did do a post. They said she tested positive for a breakthrough case of COVID-19 to allow Wendy time to quarantine and fully recover and to ensure that our production abides by all SAG, AFTRA, and DGA COVID protocols. We expect to begin the 13th season of the Wendy Williams show on Monday, October 4th. In the meantime, repeats are scheduled. Nope. Send the Wendy Williams healing energy. Does Wendy have the vaccine? Did she ever say? Yeah, she's vaccinated. Okay. Said it was a breakthrough case. Okay. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor reports. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and uh, let's talk about what's happening with this Larry Nassar case. Some of the women, the gymnasts, have spoken up. Simone Biles was the first one to testify. We'll tell you what she had to say. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to look like a million bucks, but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club 6 Blade Razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision cut stainless blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store and online at dollarshave.com. That's dollarshave.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with U.S. elite gymnast Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, Maggie Nichols, and Ali Raisman. They are testifying before Congress. And what they're testifying about is they say failures in FBI's handling of the sexual abuse case against Larry Nassar, who is a former USA gymnastics team doctor. He was sentenced in 2018 to up to 175 years in prison. And right now, they are saying that they have been failed and they deserve answers. Now, Simone Biles was the first gymnast to speak, and she was fighting back tears while she was speaking. Here's what she had to say about the trauma that she has after uh, being sexually abused by Larry Nassar. The scars of this horrific abuse continue to live with all of us. As the lone competitor in the recent Tokyo Games, who was a survivor of this horror, I can ensure you that the impacts of this man's abuse are not ever over or forgotten. The announcement in the spring of 2020 that the Tokyo Games were to be postponed for a year meant that I would be going to the gym, to training, to therapy, living daily among the reminders of this story for another 365 days. In addition, Simone Biles does blame Larry Nassar and also the FBI because she feels that they enabled him. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar and I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee knew that I was abused by their official team doctor long before I was ever made aware of their knowledge. That's so wild. So wild. Mm -hmm. That man could be taking take advantage of all those young ladies and all those girls and and nobody, nobody said anything, not the doctor, not the assistants, nobody. Well, Ali Raisman says that everybody knew what Larry Nassar was doing and nobody did anything about mm -hmm. it. Even, you know, the FBI, the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, the USA Gymnastics, everything. Here's what she said. The FBI and others within both USAG and USOPC knew that Nassar molested children and did nothing to restrict his access. Instead, they quietly allowed Nassar to slip out the side door 
knowingly allowing him to continue his work, Nasser found more than 100 new victims to molest. It took over 14 months for the FBI to contact me, despite my many requests to be interviewed by them. I wonder if that will all change if they start charging uh, people with conspiracy. Because if you say yes. you know, yeah. and you didn't do anything, then you're, you know, you're, 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 part, of, you're part of the situation. Then. Absolutely. Like if you say you know and you did nothing, then you, you know, that, that's the conspiracy charge. Allie Raisman said it was like serving innocent children up to a pedophile on a silver platter. Now, in addition, Michaela Maroney details her own horrific incident. I then told the FBI about Tokyo the day he gave me a sleeping pill for the plane ride to then work on me later that night. That evening, I was naked, completely alone, with him on top of me, molesting me for hours. I began crying at the memory over the phone, and there was just dead silence. I was so shocked at the agent's silence and disregard for my trauma. After that minute of silence, he asked, is that all? Those words in itself was one of the worst moments of this entire process for me. Wow. So imagine you're talking to the FBI, recalling the awful, horrific incident that happens to you. And they just say, is that all? Mm-mm-mm. Now, the FBI director, Christopher Ray, also testified and did apologize uh, to the women. I'm deeply and profoundly sorry to each and every one of you. I'm sorry that so many different people let you down over and over again. And I'm especially sorry that there were people at the FBI who had their own chance to stop this monster back in 2015 and failed. I and my entire senior leadership team are gonna make damn sure everybody at the FBI remembers what happened here in heartbreaking detail. That's horrible. Sending all them young ladies healing energy. But, you know, if people knew and they let it go down, you're an accessory and they should all be bought up on conspiracy charges. Feds have bought conspiracy charges against people for less. I agree. Lock them all up. All right. Well, the the Justice Department has at two separate times declined to move forward in prosecuting the FBI officials whose misconduct was outlined in the inspector general's report. So we're wondering why none of these department officials attended that hearing and there's been no repercussions. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, Little Nas X will be joining us. Montero. His new album comes out this Friday. And we're going to kick it with Little Nas X when we come back. All right. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Montero. Little Nas Hey. <laughs> Montero. Montero. Uh, I'm a big fan of me, man. I'm not <laughs> you gotta be, though. Uh, you gotta be. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> how's your, how's, how's your I love spirit? your outfit, by the way. Outfit fly. I'm pretty happy. You happy? Uh, can we show iPhones on here or something? Yeah, yes, of course, of course. Yours is turned upside down. So you know, you know it's gonna be 90 is. degrees in New York today, though, right? Yeah, 90 is about 92. I know, today. but it's cold. It's cold. It's, it's cold. A, it's a cold. Yeah, when you got a cold <laughs> coat, you can wear it in the you summertime. Yeah. But, but how's your spirit? Do you say you feel happy? I feel happy. I'm having the best mm-hmm. week of my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Album's out this week. So. Album's out this Friday. Well, this, this is the first time he's here. He was supposed to be here a couple of times, but we finally got him up here. So I want to start from the beginning, if y'all don't mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. Little Nas X. How, how did you come up with the name Little Nas X? Most people thought maybe your name was Nasir and it was a short, but how did you come up with the name Little Nas X? I was like... How can I steal three rappers' names and put it into one name? Lil Wayne, Nas, and DMX. No, 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 no. Like, dead serious. I mean, of course, you guys know about the account. I had that account. Yep. And I was like, 
I wasn't going to do music like for real, for real. I was just going to post something because I was bored and I was mm-hmm. supposed to be doing some college work. And I posted a song to my followers. And I was like, oh, all, every rapper name got Lil and, you know, Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi. So what if I was Lil Nas? Ha, ha, ha. And I ended up, like, keeping it, mm-hmm. you know? And then we added the X on. <laughs> now, you were, at first, you were, you were Barb. Yeah. Were you one of those Bobs that really went at people like the Barbs do? Bobs are aggressive. Yes. <laughs> Bobs are aggressive. I'm still Barb. Uh-huh. Really? I feel like that's something, it's like a cult, you know, once you're in it, you can't really get out. Did you ever really? attack anybody up here? Uh-huh. Like Charlemagne, me, huh? Yee? Did you ever attack anybody up here? I think I've attacked uh, you guys a couple of times. <laughs> Full transparency. <laughs> Full transparency. Right. So, so what made you switch to the government now? The government? What do you mean by that? Montero, your government name. I didn't really switch yet. I mean, I wanted to get my actual name out there. And people still think it's like a fictional world that I just made up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. Now, is it true that your mom named you after the car? My Montero? mom named me after Montero? the car because she wanted the, the car. Yeah, yeah. And now she probably don't even been... want it no more. Now you can afford it and yeah. she don't even want that no more. They should have named you Mitsubishi. I mean, I feel like that would have been cool too. <laughs> All my Spanish friends think I'm like Spanish or something. So, I mean, that's fire. Mm-hmm. So, do you understand when people troll you because you trolled people and like were had those accounts? Does it make you more like, okay, I don't I, take it as seriously because I know I was in that position when? Absolutely, I feel like that's that's why a lot of shit just to the mic, Nas. Absolutely, I feel like that's why a lot of shit just rolls off my sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you handle it well. When people go at you, you handle it really well, which is surprising because most artists, they can't handle it. You see them break down. You see them get into problems. You see them I stress. definitely do break down sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie, but I'm never going to do that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the trick. <laughs> so what do you do when you break down? You got a therapist? You got like uh, something that grounds you? What you do? I tried to get a therapist one time, right? Mm-hmm. And then like the concept of like, I actually cried to the lady the first session. And Nothing then, wrong with and that. And then she texts me about the payment, and it's just like, damn. Oh, <laughs> you remember, like, this is all like, <laughs> this is all. And it's like, it's like, so the money? I'm like, uh, how much was it? 150? Mine's 150 now. How much was it? It was like 200 or something. I damn. damn. She probably you. overcharged me. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. You didn't um, go back after the first time? I didn't go back, and I feel like I don't really need therapy, honestly. Don't say that. I don't, I just, me personally, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody out there going to get therapy if you feel you need it. I don't feel like I need therapy because I feel like I've always been like my own like self healer, you know? Yeah. You think always though, like when I listen to a song like Sun Goes Down and I know that song is inspirational for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but you pour your heart into that and you even talk about since you were 10 years old, just having these feelings. So yeah. sometimes I think we don't even know the effect of what our childhood was like, what it's going to have on us later. Like it comes mm-hmm. up, but you have to identify that by... I mean, I've never done therapy, but I do feel like I'm really good at expressing myself and having a good support system. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the question here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about the song. I was talking about the song "Sun Goes Down," right? And how you express yourself on that, and just things you went through as mm-hmm. a child. Do you feel like sometimes those things do come back up, though? They come back up, but I feel like I'm able to recognize them, and that makes things easier. You know, I'm able to say, okay. I can react to this differently now, mm-hmm. you know? And I also just remember, like, we all experience the same in different ways, like, no matter how bad it may seem. And it's like just being okay with that, you know? It happens. Mm-hmm. It's life. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of shit happen to us over and over. It's going to be a lot of bad parts, a lot of happy parts, and I'm just, I'm here for it all. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you went to therapy early, you know what I'm saying? You, you're at 22? Yeah, I'm 22. Yeah, you know, I didn't go till I was like 36, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm packing all those years of baggage. You? I love it. I go once a week. <laughs> Absolutely go once a week still. Yeah. I'm going for like five years, five, six years. I love That's it. good. Man. I, I love it. go back one day. I don't understand why people are so mad about things that you do. You know. Because people are just really 
easily angered at things that they already don't like. You know, it's kind of like how we people cancel people that they already didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're <laughs> never going to cancel like the artists that they love. That's a love, fact. Right. That's right. <laughs> you feel yeah. the pressure to outdo everything you've done before? Like I got to outdo Old Town Road. I got to outdo the VMAs. Like, do you always think like I have to outdo it? I feel the pressure to always just make sure I'm doing my best on whatever I do. I know I'm going to outdo like over and over, and it's just like not like feeling cocky, but just like like knowing that you know that's how I feel like manifestation works in the first place. Like mm-hmm. you got to believe that and feel it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Is there a time you plan to do something and then you change your mind? You're like, nah, that might be too far. Yeah, I mean, I I'm pregnant right now, so I feel like I definitely have those moments. Did you have the baby? Because like, we don't see you pregnant anymore. <laughs> I'm sucking in my stomach right now. Oh, oh, right, right. <laughs> he got on a waist trainer. <laughs> he got a waist trainer. <laughs> waist trainer. What's, what's different between this success you're having now and the success you had with Old Town Road? This success, I feel like I'm much more in control of, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm making my calculated moves in the way I feel I need to make them. And I feel like anybody that's pissed off are the exact people that need to be pissed off, mm-hmm. you know? Because nobody could have predicted the success of Old Town Road. Like, there's nobody around you, not even yourself. Absolutely so what not. happens when you end up with the biggest record ever? I mean, what happens is, you know, you go on you go on the barbershop show, and Charlamagne's like, man, what you finna do? That's right. And he's like, he's like, they're counting you out, man. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, you just work on yourself, and you come back out like a flower. You know, you bloom, drop some songs and videos, and, you know, make the world shake a little bit. That's what I see, though. I remember when you did the shop, you didn't seem as free as you do now. Like, when I look at you now, I can tell, like, this young man is really free. He's really comfortable. You didn't seem that way back then. I guess I wasn't because it's a process, you know, and I'm still, like, it's a steady thing, you know, throughout our whole life. I guess I'm just further along now mm-hmm. than 2019. Did you ever think you was going to be a one-hit wonder? Or you ever Did that ever cross I, your mind? That never really crossed my mind. The only time that ever crossed my mind is if I had a bad day. And I was already like feeling like these like self-deprecating thoughts or whatever. Did you ever feel like Old Town Road was bigger than you? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. At one time definitely. it was, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right, we have more with Lil Nas X. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lil Nas X. Now, with, with all these artists you have, you have Megan Thee Stallion on the album, Jack Harlow, uh, Elton John. Doja Cat. Doja Cat, Miley Cyrus. You ever reach out to an artist or you have feel hesitant to reach out to artists like, damn, I don't know if he's going to say yes or no at all? Nicki and Drake. Oh, that's you, re- you reached out to Nicki and Drake. Yeah. No reply from Nicki. Drake was still working no on... No reply from Nicki. You were a bomb. But you is. used to... Sl- didn't, you, didn't you slander Nicki at one point, too? At one point? I never slandered Nicki. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't... There's, like, a lot of things going around, but I don't respond to any of it, so mm-hmm. it's like, I respond to any of it, because it's just going to keep being brought back up. Mm-hmm. Because Nikki will hold a grudge. I feel like yes. the only time I would slander Nikki is if I, if I was like on the stand and I was like, I thought Nikki was supposed to be going live or something like that. Like, there's no actual slander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drake didn't reply at all, though. Drake replied, um, and he was still working on Certified Lover Boy and whatnot, and he was 100% focused on that. This was like a few weeks ago. Okay. And I understood completely, and he said, you know, he's down to do something, but just not the right time. He was trying to get his own together. Was there a particular song on this album that you wanted him on? I wanted him on Dollar Sign Slime. I was going to ask you about that record, because Slime is gang slang. And I was like, is Nas in a gang? Nas banging? Uh. Um, <laughs> next question. <laughs> Are you banging Montero? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what's the, what's the Dollar Sign Slime mean? 
Dollar he was like, I'm slime. still dollar sign slime. I'm the same dollar sign slime. I, Cause I feel like slime is like grown like this overall meaning. Like it's become like a super popular word. Like everybody just call mm-hmm. they friend slime. And I know like it came from Thug and whatnot. Came from Noriega, the rapper Noriega. Really? OG rapper that hosts Drink Champs now. Definitely started slime. I feel like Thug popularized it though. He did. Well, Nori popularized it for his era. Yeah, he did. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, but Thug for for this era, yeah. And Dollar Sign Slime, it's it's basically just like, I'm the same Dollar Sign Slime, like that's the hook. But it's like, I'm the same nigga, you know? I'm still him. I'm still that guy. So you banging. Wow. That's the headline. Montero admits that he's in a gang. (laughs) Blue Nas X admits to being in a gang. Now, Dead to Me is my favorite record on the album. Dead right now. Dead right now, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sounds very, 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 very personal. Mm-hmm. What sparked that record? Um, I feel like we were getting really close to finishing the album, and then I was still working on music. I mean, I'm always working on music. And it was something about those horns. I was like, damn, this is like some Drake, Jay-Z-ish kind of mm-hmm. shit, but I guess a little bit more poppy or whatever. And I was like, let me try to give like some real insight on here. Yeah, and that's what I did, you know? People in your life that are, that are dead to you, basically. Yeah, like people who are dead to me. I guess nobody's ever really 100% dead to me, but it's like some people you just want to disconnect from. Yeah. Do you feel a pressure of, I, I see it all the time, parents would be like, you know, you have a responsibility because kids are watching. You hear that Cardi B had that same problem and Nicki had that same problem. Do you feel that same way? Like, I don't really, your kids? I feel like I used to, but now it's just like, like, fuck your kids. Not like fuck your kids. That's exactly <laughs> that what harsh. you just said. <laughs> but like, but like, but like I'm you a, just gave them another headline, Montero. <laughs> okay, what agenda is that? The <laughs> your kids agenda. It's like um, we really get one one chance to do this. At least to my knowledge, I don't know like what happens when we die or not. Uh, so it's like I'm not like about to pander to your kids or mm-hmm. you. Like anybody, like even I have even have to do this with my family members, you know, like because my family members may not always agree with what I'm doing or like whoever I'm dating, like they may not agree. But it's like I honestly really, truly want to live by, you know, this is our life. We get to do this. So what anybody else has to really say about it, I guess, you know, I would say when it comes to the music, just tell people that's the reason there's a parental advisory sticker that too on 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 the music. Did you see the YouTube kids thing? I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. It was like that? a lady. She she like searched up music for babies. Oh, I saw that. And they said or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and like industry baby popped up, yeah. and she was like surprised. Like you looked up baby <laughs> and music and music. Like what do you what do you expect from that? And your yeah. dad was a, a gospel singer. Yeah, he still sings too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually on dead right now in the background vocals. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So was he? Oh, did he know? Like I know you've said that you knew since you were five years old that you were gay, and you know how a lot of times your family knows, but you just had. I feel like it's possible that he could pick up on stuff. I mean, I was super reserved though with, so I guess I hit it a little better. The art of realization. Break down what that is. It's kind of like a lot of times I think like, what am I doing? Is this for me? Like, am I, am I really happy doing this, or am I trying to impress everybody? And mm. then, like, I basically on that, I'm basically coming to the realization that, yeah, this is for me. This is what I want to do. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. You know? Are you, though? I am sure. Because I saw you tweet that um, you love pissing people off. That was a f***ing troll tweet, honestly. <laughs> you troll a lot. Don't you troll a lot. That's, that's my thing. So what would you call what you do? Trolling? Marketing? What is it? It's all of it. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. It's trolling. It's marketing. It works. What, do you, what have you realized about yourself in the past couple of years? When you're when you're alone in Montero, just by himself, and it's just him and his thoughts. Me. What have you realized about yourself? I don't know. I feel like I figured out a lot of shit, honestly, because 
I spend a lot of time in like solitude and like doing a lot of self-reflecting. Like I'm so I'm really aware of myself and like a lot of my hypocritical actions and whatnot, which mm -hmm. we all have. Like what? We're human. What actions? What, what's your hypocritical? Just like. Actions? I mean, you know how I am in my music videos. You know, my videos are much more like sexual and whatnot. And you know how I used to be. We used to be happy that people would be like, "Oh, he's not like those other gay people, like all flamboyant and whatnot." And it was like that's not a compliment, you know. These people have been taught like this is not okay, and it's grown into their mind that that's <coughs> up when it's not that deep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you want to be what you're saying? You want to be flamboyant in the videos on purpose? Just the what are you saying? It said it's saying like. I want the videos to be entertaining and mm -hmm. whether you like it or not like seeing men like do different things than what men always do is much more entertaining and actually enjoy it you know mm -hmm. I mean you should I mean I look at it as you're who you are so you're living your truth Absolutely. how can you be mad at an artist for living their truth that's what he mind. likes I like it yeah alright we have more with Lil Nas X when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lil Nas X. Charlemagne? Didn't the country community give you backlash when Old Town Road first came out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and what do they think now? Because they, they must feel like, I actually, told y'all he actually, wasn't a real country artist. Actually, a lot of country artists have been showing me a lot of support. And I mean, I don't know what people may think, but I am still going to probably get back to doing some country, some country music stuff. or and. I mean, because I like different genres and whatnot. I like making a lot of different music, so. Yeah. What influenced the country? Were, were, you, were you a country listener? Did you listen to country, or was no, it just it a vibe? It was genuinely, like, I saw, like, one of these, like, country trappish kind of songs. I was like, damn, what if I did that but better? And, you know, that's what happened. That's how I felt listening to the new album. I'm like, I have no idea what genre of music Lil Nas X makes. <laughs> I just categorize as pop now, you know? But I, I, do, I do a lot of now, what, what advice is Elton John giving you? Because I always hear about Elton John, you know, putting his arm around certain individuals and giving them real OG advice. What advice is he giving you? What advice is Elton giving me? Uh, you know, he pretty much is giving me like the, you know, keep doing you, be yourself and whatnot. And he probably told me some other things I can't remember right now because... Jesus Christ. I don't remember what Elton mind. John told you. I've been talking to a lot of people lately. So. <laughs> Elton John! <laughs> <laughs> so who do Thank you? Thank you, Elton. Who do you respect? Like, who do you hear from and you? it sticks to you, like, when you hear it? It sticks to me. Maybe not, I, maybe because we haven't talked in person. Well, we've talked in person, but not about that. But, like, I I literally sometimes will look up, like, Kanye motivation videos and whatnot. Because Kanye is outspoken as f***. Mm -hmm, and even is. though that may not always come out, you know, great or whatnot, I love that. And I wish, I wish everybody was like that. You know, I want to be more like that. You know the thing about Kanye that's so interesting? For whatever reason, Kanye is allowed to make mistakes. Like, exactly. the culture treats Kanye the way we should treat everyone. He's exactly. allowed to make mistakes for some reason. And he set that up for himself, you know? Because he's always, he's never going back on it, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, I said that, it's done. Yep. Let's move on. And people are like, damn. Did and you people hear the new move Kanye on. Song? Yeah. No? <laughs> now, Tales of uh, Dominica. Tales of Dominica. Dominico. Yeah. What, what's that about? And he's from there and didn't even pronounce it right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <the> crazy. <laughs> my, my father, my father is half from what Dominica, it half here. But mm -hmm. the problem is, my dad doesn't really know his dad, so he don't know that side. Mm -hmm. Tell the Dominica is like from the point of view of when I like first started making music. You know, I'm writing kind of like I woke up on the floor of the plastic bed. You know, I was on air mattress at my brother's house, and you know there was like a lot of like 
domestic violence. Like they were always like fighting with their girls and whatnot, and you know, randomly like and shooting up into the sky. And I was just like, damn, this is a lot of chaos. That was sign, sign. Gang back. Yeah, and it was like you know, talking about how I didn't want to go back to home, you know, because I know my stepmom was just going to like kind of shit on me, and it's because she wanted the best for me, I guess. And it's kind of this name tells of Dominica because I feel like Dominica is like that beautiful place, you know. Envy doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's never been there. He's not talking about Dominican Republic. He's <laughs> talking about Dominica, right? I know. Yeah, is that how you say it? That's where your daddy's from. I've been saying it the yeah, whole entire people, time. People automatically think it's Dominican Republic. You don't even know how to pronounce it. I don't. <laughs> I actually have to tell Envy where he is. Yeah, you have you been there? I haven't. It's just like I've seen like Sounds pictures. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of like a tales of this beautiful place, but it's it's like a, the worst part of my life at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Well, you killed it at the Met Gala. I want to say that you. you had my favorite looks Thank for the night because I think like taking risks in fashion is so important. And I think I love the way that as far as your packaging, like your persona, mm -hmm. your music and the way that you perform, but also the way you dress is so important for you, too. Are you going to do something like maybe in fashion? Absolutely. I feel like once I'm 100 percent can focus on it and like only that, because I feel like a lot of times people like hop straight into something they don't really really even give a fuck about it and I don't want that to happen mm -hmm. the same like with movies and shit. like I want to be in movies and shit one day but I want to be like dedicated to that I'm so mad you passed up Euphoria that would have been I love that show why did you pass up Euphoria I love Euphoria man. I, had to, I had to finish my album you know and I had yeah. to start getting ready to drop singles and shit, you know I mean <laughs> I wouldn't have had this year with, without that no, time no you're right those are hard decisions to make L last song on the album is Am I Dreaming do you, do you feel like you're dreaming right now Am I Dreaming and my dream. Uh, yes. Look at those butterflies. You guys missed it, but that's like the theme. <laughs> that's, the, that's the theme of the album. Um, um, do I feel like I'm dreaming mm -hmm. all the time? Okay. Yeah. You got it. You got. You got ADD, don't you? Do I? I think I may have it. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely wasn't the kid that did not keep still in class. Definitely it possible. <laughs> yeah. Now he has to leave, guys. He all has right. To go. When's the baby do? The baby is due Friday. Your you guys had to watch the birth video. <laughs> you did a birth video? Yeah. You know who did that first? Who? Cosby Show. You ever seen that episode? I've seen the pictures of it when people were like having a discourse. All the guys were pregnant <laughs> and they all uh, gave birth to things that they loved. So some mm -hmm. gave birth to sandwiches, some gave birth to cars, some gave birth to ships. So Same your situation. idea isn't that original. I feel like I did it better. <laughs> I mean, I love I love the Cosby Show though. Mm -hmm. Wait, can we say that? Yes, yeah, it's man. art. Yeah. <laughs> Cosby Show made millions go to. One of those <laughs> he's, he's rubbing his knees like so. He's rubbing his like. Did I just get canceled? <laughs> do you lose respect for artists when they go at you? When they take it out of music and, and say the things that you do? Do you lose respect for those artists? Which artists? Like whether it's Ti or Boosie. I or... still bump Ti. I mean, I was listening to Boosie in the club. I, like, I don't really care, honestly. I feel like I wish they didn't say it, I guess, but I like the music. I'm going to listen to the music. You know, if somebody's got beef with me, it don't mean I have beef with them, mm -hmm. you know? Does it ever occur to you how you're really breaking all these barriers for people? Like, there's a lot of different things. Even just being in country music or being in hip-hop and being who you are and unapologetic about about it. Does it? Uh, do you ever think, like, damn, I'm doing things that have never been done before? Not really, because I feel like everything has been done before in some kind of way, and it's just always different ways to do it, I guess. But I think it's dope that people see it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep doing your thing, man. Mm -hmm. I like the way, I like the way you don't give a, f and I like that you're you're truly being yourself. I like the fact you you're clearly free. I appreciate it. That's right, Lil Nas X. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get into industry, baby. Thank you for joining us. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Fat Joe. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, you know, there's always the versus after effects, right? And everything that happens after versus as uh, people are reminiscing about what happened that night and explaining things and talking about who won, who didn't win, recognizing things that happened during that period of time. And one thing that's gone viral is Fat Joe on stage. People were saying that he called Lil Mo and Vita dusty bitches. And here's what happened. You had to bring Remy to save you. This is pathetic. You Yo, got all go. the mother dusty Yo, let's go. Let's go. Hold on. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't, let's not go hey, back. Hey, yo. Check this out. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, prank. Y'all seen somebody come out here with me? Oh, them dusty. I've been either. I've been either. You I, gotta I go somebody. to the crack house to find them. But let me tell you something, crack. Wow, that was harsh. And I was like, I can't believe that Fat Joe said that because I saw everybody talking about it afterwards. And I was like, let me go find this and see this for myself. But he did say that. And since then, he has apologized. Here's what he said. I am apologizing to anyone I offended. We was in a rap battle. I got besides myself. But to Little Mo, I love you. I seen Little Mo before it happened. Hugged her, kissed her. After I realized that I went too far, I went up to her and tried to tell her sorry. I told her sorry. I told Vita sorry in person before we even left the building. Before we left the building, I threw the tweet up. I'm sorry. I disrespected. I love you guys. Yeah, that was super harsh. And it seemed very out of character for for Fat Joe to say something like that. And little Mo said, I need everyone to tell Fat Joe he owes a genuine apology. I don't live in a crack house. I'm not a bitch, nor am I dusty. Hashtag street code. Women and children is off limits. Disappointed legend. And uh, Fat Joe responded, I'm super sorry. I love you and Vita. I said sorry to your face before I left the building and to Vita. I was caught in the moment and I'm super sorry. God bless. Well, here's what little Mo had to say about his apology. Say it. Those are the kind of bitches you get from the crack house. It's like, whoa, we've seen the recent deaths from people, you know, overdosing and stuff from the DMXs to the Michael K. Williams. Like, we're not going to play those type of games because you don't know what anybody's dealing with. So I'm glad to say that I'm clean, but I don't know who else, because a lot of people were offended. You can't tell me how I'm supposed to feel. Like, I still have triggers. I'm healing, but I'm not all the way there. So I was actually disappointed and kind of humiliated for people that may be battling addictions. And I'm not asking anybody to cancel anybody, but I want people to know you have to be held accountable. I mean, she's right. You can't tell Mo what to be offended by. Like, we all got our own triggers, our own traumas. We all healing at our own pace. You know what I mean? And, and I guess, you know, Mo battled with addiction at one point. So yeah, she did. I get it. And, 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 you know, Joe did apologize. I'm just a stern. Immediately. He did. I'm just a stern believer that the same way I hurt you is the same way I have to apologize. Like, if Joe would have apologized on stage at, at Versus, this wouldn't even be an issue. Yeah, but not, yes, you would. know what's crazy? Would, I didn't even yes, catch it. He did when it on Twitter. When he did it, it on Twitter and he apologized to him in person. Yeah, but if he would have did it on stage at Versus, the same place he did the disrespect, it wouldn't be an issue. But did y'all catch it when it I happened? Because I didn't. Yeah, I caught it as soon as yeah, it happened. I heard it. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't. Why? I saw everything, like all the recaps the next day, but I didn't <laughs> I even. Jai, I didn't see nobody. Talk uh, about it till later. I didn't know what was going nah, on. I like Joe, Joe, I mean, Jai even called him, yeah. called him, called, said something to him on stage. Like, I can't believe you called those women out their name like that, Joe. I'm disappointed in you. Well, the reason she says street code at the end of it, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if you know, but that's because Remy uh, checked her. Well, 
Yeah, I'm about to. Well, well, Remy Ma responded to Little Mo and said, stop it, Mo. You know, damn well, Joe ain't on it like that. First of all, you, V, Shanti, or nobody had even come out yet when him and Ja was going back and forth. We didn't know who was in the back. Second, I was in the car when you walked through the parking lot and he hugged you and showed you mad love as usual. No need for your followers to tell him anything. As someone that personally knows you, I'm sorry you were offended. You can call my phone. Matter of fact, I'm going to DM you my number in case you don't have it anymore. But also as someone that personally knows Joe, he was not intentionally trying to hurt anyone. It was a battle between friends that are like family, sidebar, hashtag street code, don't do social media. So that was Remy's response to Lil Mo. And then little Mo responded, who was you to tell me how to feel? Mind your business. F-O-H 100 hashtag street code. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's all escalating. It's all going to a place that it don't have to go. Joe apologized. Now, like I said, I'm a stern believer that the same way I hurt you is the same way I have to apologize. If you would have apologized on stage at versus, you know, Mo probably would have received it differently. But he, he did apologize. But not to make an excuse well, for Well, I can't tell her. I can't tell Lil Mo not to be upset, though. If she's upset right. and it bothers her, she is. But it that? feels, it feels, well, no, you keep saying he apologized. But what I'm saying is it feels like <laughs> they need to have, it feels like they need to have a conversation with each other because you don't know how hurt somebody is over right. something. I, so, literally said, to, I literally said, I literally said she's right. And it's and so you can't public. Te- I literally said she's right and you can't tell Mo what to be offended by. But not to defend Joe, but when he probably said, he probably didn't realize it till after the show. But like, damn, I said something foul and he went to her face let me apologize and then he put it on twitter like joe apologized true he did he apologized but when ja, ja when ja said that on stage when ja said that that was his opportunity Bro, right there we're in, to say, we're in I'm battle sorry. we in I, battle you I, know I sometimes when, when like even you, I, I say something it. on the air you might say something on the air and then after you'd be like damn that was foul i get it but in the in middle that, of battle. i get it but in that moment ja said ja said hey you called them young ladies out of their name you shouldn't have did that that was the moment to it's, apologize on stage but battle. he didn't and he did later it's it, you know it's a battle we going back and forth i'm not really listening to you i'm thinking of the next thing we we'll say to try to hurt disrespect I, and, in front and of and he crowd. was in 90s rapper mode too he Absolutely. had the, the army fatigue he had on the UPS the suit on yeah he was he was in he was in killer mode <laughs> i mean even remy told ja remy called ja a, uh, a, sucker. a, a d sucker yes. Which is far. <laughs> then she far. caught herself and said, oh, my fault. Right, right. It was a middle of battle. It was a middle of battle. But they, they all apologize. Hopefully, oh, they understand man. what he did wrong and everybody gets each other on the phone. Joe is not that type of guy. Little Mo knows that. And hopefully, they can work it out. I pray. Yeah, that's why I was surprised because Fat Joe never is like that. So, you that know. That was but, the 90s, but... Joe. That was the 90s, Joe. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah, he's not that. like that today. No. So, hopefully, the two of them will have a conversation without nobody else involved and can talk to each other about that. All right, now, another thing that happened after versus Ashanti, people uh, were talking about Nelly, and somebody, did you see somebody sneak recorded Nelly saying that he was going to go over to Ashanti and I posted it? I didn't see that. That's it was like a sneak, yeah, there was like a sneak recording that happened. But uh, Ashanti was on live, and she shut down the rumors that uh, her and Nelly might be trying to, to reconcile. I haven't seen him or spoken to him since we broke up. I don't know, is it six years or something? So I didn't know what to expect. Is this something still there? Is it like Stop playing with me, John. I wasn't expecting it, but it was positive. You know, you know Nelly's single now. Yeah, but I ain't, so. Oh! Damn. Okay. <laughs> Why yep. I think like that? There you have it. <laughs> I don't know. Felt bad for Nelly in that moment. Yeah, I, you know, he wasn't. He might not have been trying to holler. He just might have been trying to say hello. They they spent mm-hmm. a long time with each other. No, no, no. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Can't just say hello. How you doing? What's up? Hope everything is good. Yeah, hey, I, I saw, hey, I saw, I saw, I saw the. I saw both videos. Nelly, Nelly, Nelly knew what it was. <laughs> it was hey, big head. Yeah, that twinkle in his eye. Hey, what you been up to? <laughs> what you doing after this? <laughs>
Oh, I'm in town for a couple days. Hey, man. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Who are you giving your donkey to, man? You know, since we're talking about love, okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about love and how you and your significant other, what you on, they should be on, too. We'll discuss for after that. All right. And after that, of course, it's Ask Ye. So if you need advice, relationship advice, call us up right now, 800-585-1051. Ask Ye is after donkey. All right, let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, September 16th goes to a couple by the name of uh, Cheryl and Donald Ricketts. Donald is 56, Cheryl is 55. They both live in Indiana. They are married. Salute to all the married couples out there who are in loving, healthy marriages. Drop on the clues bombs for loving, healthy Woo-hoo! marriages. <clears throat> okay, when I say healthy, I mean on all levels. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, salute to all the married couples who constantly scribe the scrimp in their marriages every day. Marriages are like anything else. They need uh, attention. You know, the same attention you would give a plant, all right? Don't take it for granted. You got to water it and fertilize it, okay? If that's your best friend, you got to fertilize it every day. Act like it every day, okay? If there are things y'all need to work on, work on them, okay? You and a person are getting old together. So you're growing, you're evolving, you're changing. You might not be the same person you was when y'all first met. But pay attention to all of that because you and your wife should be on the same page a lot of times, okay? What you on, your significant other should be on and vice versa. And that's how the Ricketts are rolling. See, both of the Ricketts got arrested, okay, locked up, incarcerated at the same damn time. For what you ask, let's go to WEHT ABC 25 for the report, please. Three vehicle crash involving two drivers who are married. The Posey County Sheriff's Office say Donald Ricketts crossed the center line on State Road 165 and hit a tractor trailer. The Sheriff's Office says Ricketts called his wife Cheryl to pick him up. Before authorities arrived, Cheryl Ricketts allegedly crashed into her husband's vehicle, totaling both vehicles. Police say Cheryl Ricketts' blood alcohol concentration was more than two and a half times the legal driving limit, and Donald Ricketts' BAC was more than three and a half times the limit when he went to the hospital for a medical issue. You, you, you can't make this kind of stuff up. I'm a husband. I'm, I'm, I'm driving. I run into a parked tractor trailer. I call my wife to come get me. And she comes drunk and crashes into me. <laughs> Red, you know what I want to hear, right? You know what I want to hear. Oh, yeah. Turn it up, Red. Turn that instrument up. Oh, y'all been drinking. Y'all been drinking. Oh, 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 let me guess. Let me guess. You thought being drunk in love, uh, you thought being, you thought you had drunk in love figured out, huh? Because of Beyonce and Hove. You thought you got filthy when that liquor got into you, huh? Mm-mm-mm. Huh? You've been thinking, thinking, well, F what you thought, because you don't know what drunken love is really about until you woke up in a jail cell with your significant other saying, how did this happen? Oh, baby. Okay. This is insane. My my late night talk show, The God's Honest Truth, starts tomorrow at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. And I think to myself in regards to like, you know, sketches and stuff and other things. How do you top real life? 
How do you top a husband running into a parked tractor trailer because he's drunk, then calling his wife to come get him and she's drunk and she comes and then crashes into her husband? Then boom, here comes the police. Flashing lights, flashing lights, indeed. What could you possibly write that's better than that? The moral of the story is, love is what happens when two hearts find their happy place right beside each other. Even if it's side-by-side -side mugshots. Mm. Please give Cheryl and Donald Ricketts the biggest he huh? Don't look at me like that. You play no, a game? no, I don't want to play a game because you want a surfboard right now. I don't want to play that game. Surfboard? No. You want to play a game? I don't know what race they are. <laughs> okay. But I can only assume, okay? What you know you, what? Why what? not? Why not? All right. I guess it's time for a game of Guess What Race It Is! Cheryl and Donald Ricketts. Uh, Cheryl is 55. Donald is 56. They both live in Indiana. Donald was drunk. He crashed into a tractor trailer. He called his wife Cheryl. Cheryl comes drunk, crashes into Donald. They both get hit with DUIs. Guess what race it is! I will go white. Sounds like Budweiser, Miller Lite. <laughs> <But. laughs> no, nah, this this is this is straight Jack Daniels here now. Come on now. Dan, do we got a picture? Oh, Dan got it. Dan, we got a picture? Huh? Me what? Oh, there you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Dan. You're right, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. The Ricketts from Indiana? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for that uh, game. Well, thank you for Donkey of the mm -hmm. Day. Now, when we come back, um, we can't find you. I guess her uh, connection was lost. I That's don't know. That's a damn lie. Why are you lying like that? I right, tell me the truth. You have to go somewhere. <laughs> Why would we lie to the people like that? I, we don't know what happened. She just said I'm out. I don't know what it's, happened. Hey, that's just silly. You silly. That's just silly to you say. Silly. I don't know what happened to you. Her don't. connection went out. Man, stop. I don't know what happened. We're playing the rumor report at 850 with her on it. We're not playing it anymore. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't tell me that, see? <laughs> if you'd have told me that, I'd have went along with you, Envy. Why you ain't tell me that? <laughs> I did tell you that. You don't be listening. We just had a long conversation. You're right. You're right. You're right. I was not paying attention. All right. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to you? Her connection went out? Her connection went out. You know wow. what? Yeah, Brooklyn. Wow. Brooklyn is yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's got the worst connection ever. Crazy, crazy. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, we were talking Fat Joe, uh, Little Mo, Remy Ma, and all that. Mm -hmm. So what is the question? We were talking about apologies. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can never tell somebody what to be offended by. You know what I'm saying? Lil Mo has every right to, to be offended. We all got our own triggers. We all got our own traumas that we're dealing with. So I, I totally get it. It's, it's up to Mo whether or not she accepts, you know, Fat Joe's apology. But what is there to do after the apology? All right. So that is the question. 800-585-105. If somebody apologizes, what is there to do after the apology? The person either accepts it or they don't. What, what? Yeah. What else, what else is there to do? What else is there to do? All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. Let's talk. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Yee had the jet, so uh, we're going to close it out. So instead of doing Ask Yee, we're going to talk about Fat Joe, Little Mo, Remy Ma, and that whole situation. So, mm -hmm. during Versus, Fat Joe got a little out of character. I mean, it was a battle. He called them uh, these women dusty bitches and said that he got them out the crack house. You had to bring Remy to save you. This is f 
pathetic. Yo, you got go. all the other dusty yo, back let's there, go. Let's go. Hold on, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, let's not go hey, yo, back. Hey, yo, check this out. Uh, song got a feature, Ja. Hold up, Craig. Y'all seen somebody come out here with me? Oh, them dusty. I've been either. I've been either. You got to go somebody. to the crack house to find them all right, so he apologized. He apologized to their face at the venue. And then he put up a tweet as soon as he left and said he apologized. That wasn't his intention. He was sorry. He was caught up in the battle. So we're asking, after you apologize, because Little Mo is still affected. Little Mo still hurt. She, she still wanted another apology. And she has every right to be. I mean, she has every right to be Correct. hurt. You can't tell her. Like she said, you can't tell her how to feel. You so, know what I'm saying? Because she's got her own triggers. She's got her own traumas. You know, she's healing at her own pace. She battled with addiction at one point. So that might have hit her in a different way. Right. So I, I get it. 800-585-1051. So we're asking, what do you do after an apology? What else can Joey Crack do, right? Well, well the best apology is always change behavior, right? But I think Fat Joe has showed well t well a long time ago over the years that, you know, he's not the same guy from right. the 90s. No, okay? And that's, that's why I want to even make this bigger than Fat Joe a, a little more. It stems from that situation, but it's bigger than that because we live in a society where folks apologize a lot because, you know, people... It's easy to offend nowadays, especially with social media. So many things that get taken out of context. You know, you might say something in the moment. You didn't mean to say your intention wasn't to hurt. You might hurt. But after you apologize, and I'm a stern believer that the same way I hurt you is the same way I have to apologize. So if I got on this radio and I said something that offended somebody, I'm going to get on this radio and I'm going to apologize to the person. Same way I think Joe should have apologized on stage at Versus. But other than that, after I apologize, what is there to do? Well, you know what, um, and, and you, you you talk about change behavior, and Joe has changed uh, tremendously from who, who he was back in the day. Me they used to throw people in vans. Me and Joe did not get along. I mean, I hated Joe, and he changed, and now Joe is like one of my closest people when it comes to this industry and friends who calls on me, checks up on me, we go to dinner. He's a great guy. Joe is a great guy, so I know it's 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 a change behavior. Uh, and Little Mo is, is a people's too. Um, but I will say, for somebody like myself who... Uh, always says the wrong thing sometime when I get out of character. That is me. Like, if sometimes I get so mad, I will say things to hurt somebody. And sometimes I take it too far and I have to apologize. That doesn't mean that I mean it and mind it, mind it. I just got out of character sometimes or I went too far. It happens to the best of us. That's right. I do it all the time. The question is, after you apologize, right? I, I think the best apology is change behavior after you apologize. But after you apologize, what is there to do? Nothing. Like that's all. That's all I want to know. What is there to do? I, I I think nothing. He can't. Like he apologized to the person's face, which is honorable. Then he apologized on social media. Then he went on his live and apologized again. Like at this point, what else? Do you want I blood? don't know. Like, that, what, but what that, that's what I be wanting to know. Like, what do you want from people? Do you want blood? Do you want them to have to cut their arm off? Like, what do you like? What do you want from people? That's what I be wanting to know. Hello, who's this? Bernard. Leonard. Yep. There's only one Leonard, sir. What's your name? Bernard. Bernard. Oh, Bernard. Yeah. Like I said, I've had it to happen to me before. And, you know, I just didn't forgive that person for what they did. Damn. So you, like, don't, you don't think you'll ever forgive them? No. Damn. Hey, I can't tell like, you. I can't tell you how to feel. No, I get it. Because there's some people that, that I will forgive with things and some people I'm just not. You know, that's just what it is. But if they, you know, that apology is something different. Hello, who's this? Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. So what are your thoughts? Hey. Well, I mean, it's really nothing much you can do after apology. You can do a nice gesture, that's it. But I do want to make this clear, and I've seen it. I don't know if everybody was paying attention. 
But Joe was clearly talking to Fida. Fida's the only one that looked like a Fida on that stage. I'm sorry. Well, it don't. He wasn't talking to Mo. He wasn't talking to Mo. He might be right, but it's still foul. Yeah, it don't matter who he was talking to. And 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 by the way, if you're somebody like Little Mo who's battled with addiction, that's gonna that's gonna hit you a different way when you hear that. Absolutely. You don't know who he's talking about. Absolutely. Well, 800-585-1051. You know, what, what does Joe do at that point? Should Joe go to the store and buy them both Birkins? <laughs> you know what? Yes. No. No. I see how you get down, Joe. I want a Birkin, too. You want a Birkin, too? All right. Too? If I'm Mo, I want me a Birkin, too. Yes, I do. Okay. 800-585-1051. What should Joe do after he apologize? That's a good idea. No. You should have texted Joe and told Joe, send her a Birkin. Yes, Joe. That's a great idea. <laughs> Joe ain't doing that, man. <laughs> Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. If you just join us. We're talking about Fat Joe. Now, during the verses, uh, Joe said this. You had to bring Remy to save you. This is f***ing pathetic. You Yo, got all go. the mother dusty Yo, let's go. job. Let's go. Hold on. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not go hey, yo. back. Hey, yo. Check this out. Uh, uh, song got a feature, up. job. Hold up, prank. Y'all seen somebody come out here with me? Oh, them dusty. I mean, either. I mean, either. You I mean, got to go to the crack house to find them dusty. But let me tell you something, crack. He did apologize, though. He apologized at the venue. He apologized yes. on Twitter and even went on live and apologized on his show. Yes. So we're asking, what else can Joe do? Obviously, Lil Mo is still hurt by it. Yeah, and I mean, Mo, ha Mo has every right to be. Like I keep saying, we all got our own triggers, our own traumas. We healing at our, our own pace. Mo's somebody who dealt with addiction before, so Correct. yes, it probably hit her a little different. And I'm also a stern <laughs> believer that the same way I hurt you is the same way I got to apologize. Joe should have apologized on stage, but he didn't. He apologized a few times afterwards. What else is there for him to do? I'm with you. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Trina Jones. Oh, my gosh, I am so excited that I am on the Breakfast Club. I used to watch y'all on you website on the weekend, and I am the biggest Ja Rule fan. So, but my opinion on this situation is really, if you disrespect somebody, you have to apologize the same way that you disrespected them. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. And I think that's what I, I didn't feel Joe did. The second thing is, to me, based on Vita's post, and, and that's Vita with a T, Joe, um, she didn't even know why he was apologizing. So it looked like he was just like, oh, my bad, real quick. But he didn't actually let them know, like, the severity of what he said. So once they leave, they realize, oh, you calling me dusties and crackheads? You didn't apologize to that extent. That's, like, really violation. And you um, ain't buying me a Birkin. Yeah, stop the Birkin stuff. And you ain't buying me a Birkin calling me dusties. And then he, and what he messed up at is he knew Lil Mo was back there. So if you know Little Mo is back there, who you who you referring to as a crackhead and a, a dusty? Well, so you know what? It, it's, 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 they were battling. They were going back and forth. They were getting disgusting and nasty. And sometimes you ever get in an argument and you go too far and you be like, damn, I should have no, done that. No, I, I definitely take it too far. But, like, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to nobody else. Them people is not out here. Nah, so you right. He messed up. He, 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 yeah, he messed up. He shouldn't have did it. But, I mean, we all do it sometimes. And the thing is, is after the show, he can't go back on that platform and apologize. So he pla he, he apologized on his social. He, he apologized on his, his live. He definitely did. And he did. apologized to their face. Like, you know, he can't go back on that platform. And, 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 that live, he was kind of yelling a little bit. Joe, yelling yeah, he's a yeller. And, and, yeah, he's a yeller. And, and, and by the way, you, uh, you can't, like, like Mo said, you can't tell Mo, you know, what she should 
that and is true. shouldn't be offended by. But you know, like I, like we keep saying, after you apologize, what is there to do? Correct. Other than buy me a Birkin. Yeah, no, stop it with the Joe, Birkin talk. You got, you, Joe, you buying Birkin. Stop it. Joe. <laughs> Hello, who's this? My name's CJ. Hey, CJ, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well, brother. What's your thoughts? Man, honestly, I feel like Joe was man enough to come out and, you know, admit his wrongs, apologize to both the women, and to kind of just tie it over a little bit, you know, let, let the media have their bid on it for a moment, and then, you know, potentially just, like, put out a remix to something. Or even just a new cut in general. I don't know if Vita's still doing music. Well, I mean, Joe. And they might not want Joe on there. They might not want Joe on their projects. So I go. want a Birkin. You're a bird, if man. If I'm Vita a little more, <laughs> I want a Birkin. Chantel, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Breakfast Club. So, so what do you think Joe should do at this point? Fat Joe should do. I mean, he got it right. He's wrong. You humiliated these ladies. You need to apologize sincerely, correctly, and drop the bag. Where they Birkin at? That's you all I'm it. saying. That's oh, it, yo. <laughs> Where they Birkin at for apologizing? Word up, Joe. Joe, you set the bar high. Joe, you set the bar high. A Birkin, though? That bar is all the way up. Yes. 10000 a bag. Yes. And right now they sold out, so 20000 a bag. Hey. That's 40000 for two. Hey. They need more. They need more. That's right. Two each? Yeah, I'm two each. You stop no, it. No, 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 no. Not two each. No. Not two each. Not two each. Not two each. Not two each. They need one for being dusty, and they need one for being <laughs> in the Goodbye, <laughs> Chantel. <laughs> I hate y'all. What's the moral of the story, man? The moral of the story is um, apology. When it comes to apologizing, you know, the best apology is always change behavior. Salute to Fat Joe. Salute to Lil Mo. Salute to Vita. I'm sending them all, all healing energy. We know Joe's not a bad guy. No. You know what I mean? Like, you know that. And, but, and also with Little Mo, yes, you got to respect Little Mo's feelings because she got her own traumas and she got her own things she's dealing with. And when she's ready to accept the, the apology, she will. But the rest of y'all, stop dragging it because y'all ain't, ain't got nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, that, and that's, the other, that's, the, that's really the problem, right? These things are done publicly. Correct. So everybody weighs in with their opinion. Right. The, the only people's opinion who really matters in this situation is Vita and Little Mo. Correct. You know, and when and once they accept it and move on, everybody else got to accept it and move on too. Now let me ask you. Yes, they should get Birkins. Birkins. What about Michael Kors? No, Birkins. Coach? Birkins. Don't do no Birkins. Don't do me. Tory Burke. Don't do them like that. Birkins. Gucci. Birkins. I saw what you gave with Shanti and Remy. <laughs> I don't want no constellation prize. I want that same first place prize with that Birkin bag. Okay. Jeez. All right. Well, when we come back, we got to talk about Scarface. All right. So don't move. Rumors on the way. Ye is out of here. Uh, she had to leave early. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj, boy, they are harassing her on social media now. She's responded to a White House official who denied that she was ever invited to the White House after she expressed vaccine hesitancy on social media. She did say she was going to get vaccinated at some point, though. So, you know, but anyway, uh, according to an official from the White House, he said, as we have with others, we offered a call with Nicki Minaj and one of our doctors to answer questions she has about the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine. Now, Nicki Minaj had said on social media, the White House has invited me and think it's a step in the right direction. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressed in all pink like Legally Blonde so they know I mean business. I'll ask questions on behalf of the people who have been made fun of for simply being human. Hashtag Ballgate Day 3. 
Now, the White House official told NBC News that it was just a call that was offered and not for her to come. Yeah, this is so pointless. Like, it just okay. all makes zero sense. It's embarrassing at this point. Like, all the things going on in the world, our voter rights being stripped, 17 states passed 28 laws making it harder to vote in 2021. The Supreme Court, the Supreme Court that is supposed to uphold the Constitution voted to uphold the unconstitutional abortion ban in Texas and the unconstitutional voting rights bill in Arizona. You got Biden meeting with Cinema and Manchin begging for them to get on board so they can get the infrastructure bill passed. And this is what we worried about? Like, y'all literally should be giving people like Joe Manchin and, and uh, uh, Kristen Cinema the treatment y'all giving Nicki Minaj right now. Raise hell about that. Mm. Raise hell about the Supreme Court upholding all these unconstitutional laws. Like, this is like this is insane. This is insane. All right. Well, Nicki Minaj went on Instagram Live, and here's how she responded about that White House invite. Do y'all think that I would go on the Internet and lie about being invited to the f***ing White House? My management... They were on the phone call. And you know what the request was? We'd like to offer Nikki an invitation to come to the White House to speak with two people, Dr. Fauci and with the Surgeon General. And do you know what I said? I said, well, I would rather not have to travel. Can we do something like a, um, a live? But they have never taken that off the table for me to come to the White House. She also said she's never using Twitter again. <laughs> who cares man there's too many other real things going on in the world i don't even understand how news outlets especially the ones on the left the msnbc's the cnn's why are they wasting valuable time discussing things like this when you have people when you have the president of the united states of america joe biden saying that this is the biggest threat to democracy since the civil war what's happening with our voting rights right. we're not paying attention we, we, we're not we're not paying attention all right, and speaking of, of real things happening, Scarface has had successful surgery after his son donated a kidney, so that's really exciting. Love and to hear it. if y'all recall, he was on the Breakfast Club, and here's uh, what happened on the Breakfast Club. Friday, they called me and let me know that I was a match with my son. With that said, you know it's any day now. Man, your daddy must have been a great daddy for you to want to give up your kidney. <laughs> I ain't gonna go that far. He said I could go that far. Damn it, man. <laughs> So he really just came out and he asked, I mean, he didn't even ask me. I just told him, like, when everything was going down, I was saying, hey, man, you don't have to go through all of that. If I'm a match, I'm going to do it. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Now, Scarface's son, Chris Jordan, went on Instagram to share the good news about his father's successful surgery. Well, man, I'm sending healing energy to Chris Jordan, man, and Brad Jordan, man. Love that guy, Scarface, man. That's my man. Great dude. Always been one of my top five favorite rappers ever. And, you know, just when, when, you, when, you, meet, when you meet your heroes and... You know, they just as solid as you thought they were. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing. So yeah, I'm that's happy. amazing that he was able to do that for his dad. Absolutely. Man. I'm happy that that brother got the kidney, man. And I'm happy that his son, you know, loves his pops enough to do it. Absolutely. All right. And Drake's Nike label, Nocta, has unveiled a new golf collection. They said it's a testament to Drake's admiration for the game that was inspired by him playing golf with his uncle, Stephen Scher, as a child. So that collection does arrive September 23rd, and you can uh, purchase it on the Sneakers app, the Nocta site, and at select retail locations. I ain't never seen Little a picture Wayne. Of, of Drake doing playing golf, have y'all? Right. Who knew? But I never, I never really paid, paid no attention. attention. Yeah, I never really paid attention. Now, Little Wayne has welcomed a new Young Money signee, and that is Mello Rax. You guys remember her. She was actually engaged to Kodak Black for a moment. Uh-oh. If you guys, if you guys recall that when he was engaged. All right. Well, he did welcome her with a party at Live Miami. Mac Main gave her $100,000 in cash during this signee party. There's some videos on social media. Now, she posted her chain 
and wrote, dreams really do come true. I really hustled. This is no luck. It's Mac Main and Zoe Dallas in the DJ booth for me. That's the love you can't buy. So congratulations to her. Look forward to hearing what she's about to come with. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, well, shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The saga continues. Season 2 of Wu-Tang and American Saga debuts on Hulu September 8th. The Wu-Tang Clan will have to overcome even more obstacles, odds, and past beef as they come together to create the iconic album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Catch up with Season 1 now and stream new episodes of Season 2 on September 8th, only on Hulu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that's hanging out to my car show, uh, which is... October 30th in Detroit. So if you're into cars, family fun, you want something safe for the family, we're going to have celebrity cars, exotic cars, paid in full section cars, uh, amusement rides for the kids, carnival games, face painting, and all that. And of course, Halloween is October 30th, so we're going to have candy for the kids. So bring the family, dress up in Halloween costumes, and let's have some fun. And that's October 30th in Detroit. And we're going to do the same thing in Miami, December 12th. So come join us. And also, shout out to Charlemagne, whose show premieres tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow, 10 p.m., Comedy Central, The God's Honest truth but actually you might want to start tuning in like a couple of hours prior because uh, Chappelle's show will be on but you know you'll get to see me and um, a couple members of the God's Honest Tribe Chico Bean and Jess Hilarious will be uh We'll be we'll be we'll be doing some things leading up to the, the premiere of the show on a Friday night tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. So uh, join us, why don't you? All right, and I always tell people if you can't watch it live, DVR it. Make sure you tape it so you can definitely check it. That's the counts, right? When you DVR and stuff like that, right? The what? When you DVR things, it still it still counts for people watching, correct? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so make sure you DVR. Set it on your DVR as well. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout out to Lil Nas X for joining us this morning. Montero. Montero's out tomorrow, by the way. His mm-hmm. album. His album will be out tomorrow. So mm-hmm. go grab that if you want it. All right. And you got a positive note? I do, and it's a simple one. Friendly reminder. Friendly reminder. Anything that costs you your mental health, it's too expensive. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?